Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. I know you're paying attention to global events. Wars bubbling up everywhere. Countries are buying and hoarding mass amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our heads in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. You don't have to dip forever. You know that, Ryan. You don't have to smoke forever. And the reason I say it like that is I have been that guy. I've been that guy. I dipped for so long. And what would happen is I would decide I'm going to quit. That's bad for me. I'm going to quit. I'm a man. I don't need any help. I'm just going to quit cold turkey. And I would fail time and time and time again. I tried things like the patch. That didn't work. Gum, sunflower seeds. I, I tried it all. It's just a matter of finding the right thing to help you quit. That's Jake's Mint Chew. Go, put in your dip. Just make sure it's Jake's Mint Chew. It's tobacco-free. It's nicotine-free. It's even sugar-free. And I highly recommend, just a personal choice, I highly recommend their CBD pouches because it really helps take that extra edge off. Get a jakesmintchew.com. That's jakesmintchew.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE at checkout. When you do that, you get 10% off. On the Jordan Harbinger Show, you'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them, from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of The Jordan Harbinger Show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years, was solely dedicated working on the cover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink, the guys come in, I'm gonna go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money, Bam, I give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. We lie to ourselves, you and I, everybody, human beings, especially in this modern era We lie to ourselves. We're going to talk about Joe Biden's weakness opening the show and what we're lying to ourselves about. All that's coming up next on I'm Right.
you and I, we do something. And now, you don't have to feel bad about it. I don't have to feel bad about it. Look, I'm a sociopath, so I don't feel bad about anything anyway. But you don't have to feel bad about this, but you do have to be aware of something. Something we lie to ourselves about. You say, we exist here in the year 2021. And because we're, you know, creatures, we're humans, we like to look back at the past. And what do you think whenever you look back at the past? Whenever you know anything about history, whether you're into it or not, what do you think about Ah, Hitler and the Holocaust. Genghis Khan slaughtering millions. You look back at the past, whatever, whatever era it is, and you say to yourself, man, that was barbaric. People were terrible to each other back then. I'm so glad I don't live in, the, in that kind of an era. It's nice we're enlightened now. Much more civilized. You would never see that kind of thing happen today. We, we say this to ourselves. Now, we don't say it because we're idiots or we're naive. We say it because it's comforting, isn't it? Isn't that comforting to think that? Well, I mean, I'm, at least there's no Stalin out there now. Whew. I'm glad all the bad guys are gone. All those monsters who will literally slaughter millions for power, those are all in the past. It's the year 2021. Nice. I'm so glad we don't have that anymore. We do that. Not consciously, but we do that. Because it makes us feel safer. It makes us feel good. But as someone who is a big fan of history, people don't change. You understand that the era we're living in now, there's a Hitler out there. There's a Stalin out there, a Genghis Khan, whatever you want to imagine, they're out there. Now, are they going to be able to achieve those same terrible goals? Well, I certainly obviously hope not, but those types of men exist today. How do I know that? Because they've always existed, and I'm not stupid enough to think that I live in this one tiny window of history where all those super evil guys are gone. We're all enlightened now. What am I talking about? Why do I bring this up? Well, America is a lot of different things. Now, it's not like the country's harder to find. The left has done that for a long time. Well, we're just a melting pot. A nation of immigrants. That's ridiculous. That's not true at all. We are a nation founded on the limits of the federal government, extreme limits on the federal government, and Judeo-Christian values. I'm not telling you what to believe. I don't care. And I don't care if you're offended by that. What I just told you is a fact. I have the writings of all the founders sitting here. They all talked about it extensively. That's what we are. We are very much a country of limited government, Judeo-Christian values. That's what America is. But America became something else as we got more wealth and more power. America became the protector against those evil men. That's what we became. And look, you always want one of those in the world, right? I understand people hate us for a bunch of different reasons, but there are a bunch of people out there who don't live under dictators today because of the United States of America. The strength of America is not only important to Americans like you and I, it's important to the world. The wolves are still out there. The evil men who will do anything to achieve power, they're still out there. Why don't they? What stops China from just stomping into Taiwan tomorrow? Maybe committing an act of genocide there? Why wouldn't they do it? What's stopping them? Us. You understand that's the only reason, right? Europe would, you know, squabble about it, put out a press release, but they probably wouldn't even kick them off the UN. Us. We're the one reason those things aren't happening as we speak. Why isn't Vladimir Putin tearing through Europe like a boat blowtorch through butter? Us. Where am I going with this? It matters when the president of the United States looks like a half there old man. When the president of the United States goes overseas and speaks to the troops, and he's old and he's shuffling around and, and he can't remember who he is. And here's a, look, here he is, masked, here he is. And Joe and I are always excited to to visit with our troops and their families. <laughs> Joe, pay attention. 
Am I supposed to enjoy that little sitcom? That moment? The commander-in-chief of the world standing there behind his wife with a mask on his face, both of them vaccinated a thousand feet away from anybody else. Am I supposed to enjoy that sitcom? I don't mean to take a light moment and make it too serious, but again, the wolves are watching. They're watching. And why is the president standing behind his wife at the podium anyway? What's his wife doing talking to anybody? You weren't elected to anything. You're the first lady. Sit in the back and shut up. Why is the first lady putting out pictures on social media, tweets on social media about the G7? I don't know if you've heard, the G7 is a fairly important thing, sitting there with the pen and all these papers saying prepping for the G7. What are you prepping for? A shopping trip? You're not the president. No one elected you. And it's weird. Okay, so why are you doing this? Is this some I am woman, hear me roar thing? Or can the president not handle it himself? And then, look, Biden's so inept, he has to send Kamala to Mexico. Kamala's down there in Guatemala. Kamala's then doing all these overseas things. With the, the head of Japan comes to us, and, and Kamala Harris greets him. The head of South Korea gets to us. Kamala Harris is there to greet him. Who's in charge? I don't know. You don't know. But Joe Biden sh- certainly isn't. And we're going to pay a price for that kind of weakness. And, and look, again... I want to stress this as I play this video for you about Joe Biden talking about global warming. I really want to stress this. I need you to understand this is not just about politics or global warming or climate change or all that other false idiocy they try to pour on you. It's not about that. It's not about that at all. This is about the wolves of the world watching. Vladimir Putin, when Joe Biden speaks, Vladimir Putin watches. You understand that, right? Him personally. Vladimir Putin sits down with the doors closed and the television on. Vlad, bring me a vodka. And he sits there and watches Joe Biden speak. And he doesn't watch the way you and I watch. Maybe roll our eyes, chuckle a little bit at the doddering old fool. Vladimir Putin watches like a predator because that's what he is. And does that predator see somebody he's scared of? Or does he see prey when the president of the United States of America talks like this? We must all commit to an ambitious climate action if we're going to prevent the worst impacts of climate change, limiting global warming to no more than 1.5 degrees Celsius. This is not a joke. You know what the Joint Chiefs told us the greatest threat facing America was? Global warming. What do you think Vladimir Putin or Xi Jinping think when they hear the president of the United States talk like that? You know what hurts me? It's because I know what they think. I know they're sitting there with their pals, and they are belly laughing at us. Look at these suckers. Look at these chumps. Global warming. We can't do this anymore. And oh, it's funny that it's global warming this week, because I swore, huh, I swore last week it was something else. Mr. Producer? According to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. Not ISIS, not Al-Qaeda, white supremacists. And look, this is why I tell you, this is why I tell people all the time, stop defending things like the FBI to me. And they'll come back and they'll say to me, uh, Jesse, what, what do you mean? Well, one... The leadership of the FBI is out there pushing this white supremacy garbage, Christopher Wray and all his other idiot friends. That's one. Two, leadership is what matters. I've used the example before. I'll use it again. If your favorite burger joint in town hires a manager, an assistant manager, that believe every single burger should have spit in it, I don't care how good the fry cook and the cashier is. I can't go back to the burger joint. Leadership matters. How does it matter? Well, I don't know. A battalion commander reportedly recent, according to human events, told troops, told his unit, white people are part of the problem. This is filtering down and filtering down and filtering down. I've tried to stress this over and over and over again while Biden gives these insane speeches. It's not just something for us to roll our eyes at. This stuff matters a lot. Why does it matter? Well, you remember JBS, America's largest beef supplier? You remember how they just got hacked and we had a disruption of 20% of our beef and all that? You remember the whole story? 
They paid $11 million in ransom. $11 million. Now, I'm going to repeat this, and I'm going to continue repeating this. I'm going to say to you the same thing I said to you after Colonial Pipeline got hacked. Whatever else you think about things, we are a nation. We are a nation with critical infrastructure that makes sure the lights stay on and the food keeps coming and the gas pumps keep working, that it keeps America running. If we are going to continue to be a nation, we must do two things when it comes to these hacking. We must federally ban the payment of ransom. Whoever is responsible for this should be sent to federal prison because it's a national security issue. JBS didn't pay $11 million to a hacker. What JBS did was tell every other scumbag hacker in the world, come attack us and we'll make you rich for it. It must be federally banned. These people should go to prison. That's step one. Step two, America should send very dangerous men overseas to ensure these hackers don't see the light of day ever again and then publish the pictures in the newspaper. Not because we're sadists, not because we're brutal, not because we take joy in the taking of a human life. We do this to make sure the next hacker and the next hacker and the next hacker think twice about this. This stuff is a big deal. You're going to know it's a big deal when the lights go out. America looks at us, the criminals, the dictators, they look at us and they see weakness. They see a bunch of soft, rotted, corrupted sissies. They can push around and do whatever they want. That's what they see when they look at us. We're either going to change that image or the vultures are going to pick at our carcass until we're nothing left but bones. That's the truth of it. Did you see this headline from Axios? I love this. Half the pandemic's unemployment money may have been stolen. That could be up to $400 billion, in case you're wondering. Weakness has a cost. I know America didn't like the brash guy, whatever. Look, I'm not going to do some defense of Trump here. That's not what this is about. But America, well, I just think, I think it should, you know, everything should just calm down. We just need somebody who's a little nicer. Nice is going to be the end of this country. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I'm right. Now, anyone who tells you it's easy to quit dipping is lying to you. And so let me tell you something. If you have a friend or family member who smokes or dips, hear me out. It's not easy for them to quit. Your lectures, I understand your heart's in the right place. Your lectures don't make it any easier. They actually don't help even that little bit. Everyone knows, everyone who doesn't knows that everyone around them wants them to quit. I, I get that. Hear me out. Instead of a lecture, buy them some Jake's Mint Chew. They have 11 different flavors of long cut. And especially for the smokers, they have four different flavors of the CBD pouches. They really take that edge off that comes when you're quitting but they're all tobacco-free and nicotine-free and sugar-free. Go to jakesmintchew.com. And when you use the promo code JESSE, you get 10% off. We'll be back. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint, your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one. Get two. Be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com. Promo code JESSE. Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. These stories from people who have these timeshares and can't get out of them, they're shocking. These timeshare companies, not all of them, but so many, they get their hooks into you and you can't give them up. You can't give them up. Or they'll, they'll do things like they charge you thousands of dollars. One girl 
she got past her timeshare when her mother passed away. She gets past the timeshare, doesn't want the timeshare, doesn't use the timeshare. They tell her she can get out of it for $4,000. She has to come up with a $4,000 check. This is not right. It's unjust. And Newton Group Transfers is here to help you. If you are in a timeshare and want out or know someone who is, call 888-845-3773. That's 888-84-JESSE. Or go to timesharejesse.com. Newton Group Transfer. They will help you out. He deployed the United States military, tear-gassing peaceful protesters in pursuit of a photo opportunity in the service of his re-election, even holding the Bible upside down. The action that led to an apology from the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and an outspoken denunciation of the use of military for domestic political purposes from scores, scores of former military leaders and secretaries of defense. Well, that, that sounds serious. That sounds very serious. Except that's not true at all. Every word you just heard there from the president of the United States of America was a lie. And don't, don't let them get away with this thing that politicians always love to do. Well, it's, it's complicated. and Well, I mean, maybe not 100% true. And maybe to twist it. No, he lied. That's an outright lie. None of that's true. But why would he do that? Why would Joe Biden, president of the United States, a most powerful man in the world, why would Joe Biden get up behind the microphone and lie? I mean, you remember Trump walking to the church and holding up the Bible and all that? And Joe Biden gets up there and tells a, a huge lie about it? How in the world? Why would he do that? Well, why wouldn't you do that when you own the American media? When the American media is simply a communication arm of the Democratic Party, you can do and say whatever you want. Don't you remember the headlines? about Trump walking there. And I don't mean headlines from some jerkwater blog either. I'm talking things like the New York Times, the Washington Post, the biggest publications in the United States of America were out there running with the exact same outright lie. Trump dispersed the protesters so he could have a photo op. Uh-oh, turns out we have the Deputy Inspector General, we have or the Interior Department uh, Inspector General, the evidence did not support a finding that the USPP cleared the park on June 1st, 2020, so that then President Trump could enter the park. This is the problem. And this is a big problem. Because it's actually not about that one story, right? Okay, the media told a big fat lie. You're so used to it by this point in time, you just, you're like me, you're just numb. Well, of course they're lying. It's not that they're lying. And they lied about this and lied about what happened in Lafayette Park. And I've lied about virtually everything. The problem is they keep getting caught in these gigantic lies. And what's happened is the American people, they don't trust their cultural institutions anymore. And you shouldn't, right? I mean, you shouldn't. But let's, let's be honest about this. It's a big deal when a high enough percentage of a nation stops trusting the nation's cultural institutions. It is a big deal that the president of the United States says something and you roll your eyes. But I know what you're saying. Okay, well, he's a politician, Jesse. Okay, let's set aside the president of the United States. It's a big deal when the Federal Bureau of Investigation is brought up. Just the name, FBI, and half the country rolls their eyes. That's a big deal. When people say CIA and you roll your eyes, it's a big deal. How do you feel about the Center for Disease Control? I mean, they're out there tackling white supremacy, so I'm sure you have high hopes, but how do you feel about the Center for Disease Control? How do you feel about the United States military? How do you feel about your entertainment system in this country, Hollywood. How do you feel about your education system? 
Are any of these things I'm bringing up, are any of them inspiring confidence in you when I say the word? No, they're not. I know they're not. I see all the numbers. I know you, you find all these institutions to be detestable. But you understand. You have to understand. That is a huge, huge problem for a nation. Setting America aside, just pick, pick a country. Country X. Country X is filled with people who don't trust its law enforcement. They don't trust its court system. They don't trust their entertainment system. They don't trust their education system. They don't trust relatively non-political systems like the center that handles the country when it gets sick. How would you say that country's doing? How's country X doing when half of its citizens look at its, its institutions and say to themselves, oh, yikes. Not good, right? Not good at all. All right. Because it is bad out there, and because it may get worse out there, you need to take some basic steps to prepare yourself. I have never asked you to take some drastic step, go live on a deserted island somewhere and hide. I've never told you to do crazy stuff like that, and I never will. I understand you're a normal person, a busy person. You have a life, job, kids, everything else. Just go to MyPatriotSupply.com and just get some emergency food. Or when you go to preparewiththefirst.com, you can get 25% off the four-week emergency supply of food. Preparewiththefirst.com. That's preparewiththefirst.com. Just a four-week emergency food supply. So if the lights go out and the gas station doesn't work and the grocery store is closed, you're still going to be covered. Preparewiththefirst.com. We'll be back. Well, let's get an expert on here because this border security situation is going from bad to worse. Joining me now, Sheriff David Clark from Milwaukee, also author of Cop Under Fire, Moving Beyond the Hashtags of Race, Crime, and Politics for a Better America. Sheriff, I don't, I don't know what to say about the border numbers. We have a 674% increase from last year. That number is so big it boggles the mind. I have people down there on the border tell me we're on pace for three million this year. Sheriff, this is going to collapse the country. No nation can withstand this. Well, that's what the Democrats have in mind. That's what they want to do. Look, the border was pretty much close to fixed under President Trump. I have visited the border five times over the last couple of years, three different sectors along the border. I've talked to ranchers. I've talked to people who live along the border, and they tell me about the uh, uh, the problems with people flooding across, coming out of their property, burglarizing it, stealing things along the way, uh, on their way up uh, north. So, you know, when you when you listen to these people who have to live with this every day, you get a little dis- different perspective. I think that's why uh, Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden don't want to go to the border. They don't want to deal with the reality and the truth. Sheriff, how long till it hits the rest of the country? Now, don't get me wrong. I'm sure people on the right, most of the right kind of care, or at least will give lip service to it, but not a significant enough portion of the country is mad about this to do anything. How bad does it have to get? You know, that's usually the way the federal government works. Things have to crash. There has to be a crisis. Look, there was a crisis when President Trump uh, took over as, as the um, President of the United States, and he went right to work. It was one of the biggest things on his platform was to seal the border. It was because that's what the American people wanted. So, you know, if you think about it, the political class, and it's both parties, all right, let's not, um, let's not kid ourselves here. And here's an example. The President of the United States, Trump, had to declare the border a national emergency in order to get funds to complete sections of the wall, to build new sections of the wall, because the Congress would not approve it. And that was the Congress under um, Republican control. President Trump asked them, he said, get me an immigration bill that includes these four points. And he laid the four points out. I thought the points were reasonable, at least open for discussion. The GOP Congress, we're talking John Boehner, we're talking uh, Paul Ryan did nothing. So the president had to be creative and declaring this national emergency, which meant that he could use funds from other area of the Defense Department to secure 
our southern border. That's how difficult it was for the president, but he got it done nonetheless. And then Joe Biden comes along and with a few stupid moves, he undoes the good work that was being done at the time and he created a new crisis. What are the stupid moves? Well, you know, he, he, originally, uh, he didn't fund the Border Patrol, changed the policies, and reinstit, reinstituted catch and release, all of those things that, that assisted the government. Uh, so now you have these, you know, at the time, and, and even now you have drugs pouring across the border, you have illegal sex trafficking, and there's three reasons why you need to have a border security. The first one is you have domestic and national security threats. You have terrorists coming over, you have MS-13, and they're just walking across the border. The second reason you need to have effective border uh, protection is to prevent the spread of infectious diseases. I cannot believe during a pandemic that Joe Biden would allow the border to be open, people coming in from outside the United States, no testing, we don't know who these people are, potentially spreading the uh, coronavirus. The third reason why you need to have effective border protection is you have to control the influx of another country's ne'er-do-wells. Look, the people that are coming across the United States, some of them may be good people, but the fact is they don't have job skills. They don't have uh, anything to offer an employer. There's a language barrier. They're bringing their kids that are going to flood our K-12 public school systems that don't have the money. They don't have bilingual programs, and to institute these would cost a lot of money. That's why you need to control the influx of another country's ne'er-do-wells. None of that right now is being done. Sheriff, can you explain why, because you're 100% right about Republican leadership failing to do anything or even appear to want to do anything about illegal immigration, but why? I mean, it's such, there's such a gap. I mean, the Republican base wants something done. The Republican leadership very much does not. Why? Politics, all right? Uh, the, 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 we, you know, the Democrats are real clear uh, about what they're trying to accomplish here with open borders. That's what they support. Republicans... And, 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 you know, just as a class, uh, they pay lip service, all right? It, it sounds good at election time, right? It makes good sound bites. Some of them are sincere. There's no doubt about it. But let's be honest. Both sides benefit from some of this because they're, they're, they're especially on the, on the Republican side, you know, they're worried about the Hispanic vote. Well, guess what? It's been polled among Hispanics who have come here illegally, who have come here the right way, they favor closing that damn border, but the Republicans are still afraid that it might hurt them politically. You know, it's all politics instead of what's in the best interest of United States citizens. Sheriff, I'm looking at some numbers for 2021 as far as homicide in the cities go. I mean, I mean, a 533% increase in Portland, New York, 48%, Minneapolis, 236%. It's not like American cities were doing great before. These are, these are third world numbers. Those things are staggering. You know, I've been in law enforcement for a long time. I spent 40 years. I worked homicide. I've seen blood guts. I've seen some of the ugliest things that you could see, uh, infants that were murdered, things like that. So not a lot phases me because I've seen it. I'm not saying I don't care, but these numbers are staggering. And let's be honest too, when you drill down into those numbers, the overwhelming majority of those victims of homicide are black and the perpetrators are black. That's the dirty little secret here that the Democrats, and most of this is happening in the cities you mentioned, are all run by liberal Democrats, Chicago, Minneapolis, Portland, Seattle, New York, Milwaukee, where I'm at, all run by liberal Democrats, and it's their failed urban policies that are contributing to this. I predicted this five years ago with this war on police. I said it was going to cause police to back off. They're not going to be as aggressive as we need them to be, and that's how you stem the tide of, of uh, crime and violence because you take away the opportunities. Police presence matters. These departments now are having their budgets cut. You have retirements and resignations. They can't keep the positions filled. That's why you're seeing this uptick. Plus, with these failed urban policies like bail reform with no bail and letting people out of jail, the criminal is no longer afraid that someone will hold them accountable for their illegal behavior. Sheriff, even, even a Democrat uh, doesn't want 
his city to turn into a wasteland, right? I mean, even, even Bill de Blasio, who I think is a world-class scumbag, he surely doesn't want New York City to turn into Escape from New York, or does he? Uh, sure, because again, it's lip service. It's politicians just speaking out of both sides of their mouth. All he had to do was continue the policies of his predecessors. Michael Bloomberg, who's no staunch conservative, and then Rudy Giuliani. That's all they had to do. You had record low crime in New York City. So for de Blasio to sit up there or for someone to say, well, you know, he really cares and he doesn't want this, then go back to the policies that work. Otherwise, what he's doing, he's pandering. He's pandering to the soft on crime Democrats. He's pandering to the coddlers of criminal behavior. And then at the same time, you know, he comes out and, and, and he'll say something that'll make you seem like he gets it. He, he knows what he's doing here. He's, this isn't ignorance. This is malfeasance. Sheriff David Clark, thank you so much, Sheriff. I appreciate you. My pleasure. Maybe he does want New York City wrecked. You know, maybe these people, these mayor of Portland, mayor of San Francisco, mayor of New York, mayor of Chicago, maybe they do want their cities gone. I mean, we haven't even we haven't even brought up Chicago in forever on this show. I understand people will bring it up in passing sometimes, but I saw another thing: sixty some shootings over the weekend. Sixty some. That's a war zone. It's like Juarez. Well, speaking of which, it's a dangerous world out there. You need to carry a weapon. You need to make sure you're doing it legally, but you need to make sure you carry a weapon. And when you do that, when you start taking that journey, or maybe you've already taken it, you know, you're going to learn safety first, always safety first. And then you're going to go to the range, and you're going to take time, and you're probably going to take classes, as you should, and make sure you're proficient. These are all steps you should take. But don't do all that. Don't take all the right steps and then act like the holster is just a pouch. The holster is critical. The holster has to perform, too. Get a custom-made American-made holster from Northwest Retention Systems. Everything I have is from Northwest Retention Systems. Go to nwretention.com. That's nwretention.com. Use the promo code JESSE at checkout for 10% off. We'll be back. Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. Look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry with a holster they bought from a big box hunting store that was made a 1,000 at a time. Please. Don't put your life in one of those holsters. You need to trust Northwest Retention Systems because it's all custom-made gear. It's the only thing I carry around. NWRetention.com. That's NWRetention.com. Use the promo code JESSE. Get you 10% off. Well, I've been looking forward to this. Joining me now is former Nevada State GOP chairwoman and now Republican strategist Amy Tarkanian. Amy, I have something I never thought I would see before in the history of mankind. I have Democrats actually calling out a fellow Democrat. Nancy Pelosi, Steny Hoyer, all the other scumbags called out an even bigger scumbag, Ilhan Omar, Omar for her comments of comparing America to Hamas and all these other things. Why? This is so out of character for them. I understand Ilhan Omar's Ilhan Omar's detestable, but for Democrats to call one of their own out, that never happens. Why do it? Well, you know what? I agree with you. I, I had to go and check the date, and it's not April <laughs> Fool's Day, so I'm not exactly sure why they have chosen this particular comment when they have a slew of atrocious comments coming out of their side. Uh, I think maybe now, because... The anti-Semitic rhetoric that's been going on for this this past year, especially with all the synagogues that have been attacked, with the attacks just going on on the street, on the subways, um, on the bus, 
maybe, just maybe, they finally uh, have a conscience and they realize, hmm, we probably should take a stand because this isn't good. And a lot of Jewish people are actually registered Democrat. Ding, 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 they need their votes. So maybe this is why they're taking a stand. I'd like to see if they actually follow through, though, with, with any type of, um, you know, it, I don't know if they're really going to follow through and slap her on the hand or the wrist or just set her in a corner and, and tell her to, to behave or if there's going to be any major repercussions at all. Amy, does the radical nut job younger Democrats... Does it hurt the party? Does a crazy young person in Congress really affect the party? I understand the media wants it to every time it's a Republican, but, you know, you have AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Cori Bush and Ilhan Omar and these young women on the Democratic side who are just nutballs, but do they hurt Democrats as a whole? Well, they definitely give the mainstream media a lot of entertainment value, and I think that you have the seniors like Nancy Pelosi, like Chuck Schumer, who are there and they're strong enough to actually say, hey, you pipe down um, or else we're gonna remove you from another committee. And uh, so you do have this, this uh, parental and uh, child relationship, it, it almost seems, with these two different dynamics on their side. I don't think in the end it does much damage to them because the left just seems to gloss over all of the bad things that they have to offer and they push forward like soldiers. Are they the future? I mean, look, let's be honest. It sounds a little morbid to talk like this, but Nancy Pelosi's about 10,000 years old, and all these <laughs> radical nutjob Democrats are in their 30s, you know, or, or 40s. They're young. Uh, the Father Time tells me these people are the future. Well, I certainly hope not. And it's, it's a breath of fresh air to finally see parents, your everyday citizen, finally speak up and go to something as simple as your school board meetings to push back against critical race theory. And that's what these crazy nut jobs, as you call them, and rightfully so, that, that's what they want to push on top of everything with their uh, progressive agenda, uh, with you know the Green New Deal and um, the fact that they're not even looking forward to the future on how their rhetoric and how their uh, horrible ideas are going to affect our economy. They're going to affect... I mean, it won't just be here, it'll be international felt. And so we keep just bringing in more and more and more people. And AOC, as you saw, you mentioned her, she actually condemned Kamala Harris for telling people to stop coming over the border, even though that's not really what she meant. But that's what these young idiots on the Democrat side actually want. They want to keep bringing in more people so they can inundate them, they can brainwash them, and they can push forward with their agenda. So I hope you're wrong. I, I, I hope that the middle-aged folks, I guess, will stick around long enough to put some common sense into these young fools. Let's hope so. All right, Dr. Fauci, uh, he has recently started to defend himself more and more as the emails get revealed and the heat gets turned up on him and it turns out he may not be the second coming of christ and now he's out there saying this on television watch this amy a lot of what you're seeing as attacks on me quite frankly are attacks on science because all of the things that i have spoken about consistently from the very beginning have been fundamentally based on science Sometimes those things were inconvenient truths for people, and there was pushback against me. So if you are trying to do, you know, get at me as a public health official and a scientist, you're really attacking not only Dr. Anthony Fauci, you're attacking science. <laughs> Amy, what do you think when you think science anymore? Because I'll be perfectly clear. Now, granted, I'm an idiot, but I'll be perfectly clear. When I hear science, my first reaction now is, Oh, gosh. I roll my eyes. Yeah, and you know, and it's so sad because that used to be one of my favorite subjects. But when I think science, I don't think Dr. Fauci. I mean, the way he's speaking in third person, he almost sounds like, you know, I, I didn't even know that there was maybe a science mafia. I mean, you come at me, you're coming at the rest of my <laughs> science family. I mean, he's not science. 
He's a man who has made all kinds of problems for the entire world. He has made all kinds of missteps. He continues to pretend like he's the biggest rock star on the planet and the left eats him up. This guy needs to stop talking. And the fact that he even, he attacked Senator Blackburn also in that interview where Chuck Todd says, you know, do you even know what she's talking about? You know, and they're trying to make her sound crazy because she's spewing facts, you know, heaven forbid she's actually spewing facts. And so they want to, they want to minimize her and diminish what she has to say. So he pretends to act coy and dumb and say, no, I don't know what she's talking about. You know, I hate to be pejorative to the Senator, which, you know, alludes to the same comment of, you know, no offense, which then means you're going to follow up with something offensive. So this guy just needs to stop talking. Why would he stop though? I mean, that's my question. The guy's the highest paid federal employee last year, which just that in and of itself makes my blood boil. Uh, he's on the yeah. cover of Vanity Fair. He's throwing out the first pitch of baseball games, albeit not that well. And now he's putting out books. I, he does not seem like a man who's humbly looking in the mirror every night and saying, wow, I've got some things wrong. Right. No, it sure doesn't sound like that. Um, and I think that if he continues to sell this book, that these proceeds should probably go to the hospital staff, to the nurses, the doctors, the EMTs that actually had to take care of all the people that had the brunt of his mess. Uh, Amy, on to Bernie and AOC. We brought this up. AOC has a statement out now. I should say a tweet. And this is what it is. President Biden and the Senate Dems should take a step back and ask themselves is play, if playing patty cake with GOP senators is really worth the dismantling of people's voting rights, setting the planet on fire, allowing massive corporations and the wealthy to not pay their fair share of taxes, etc., etc. Obviously, what she's talking about is the filibuster. Is it realistic to think the Democrats will really end it? They've been flirting with it since Biden stumbled into the Oval Office. I don't think they're going to actually do it, though, right? Mm, I, I would hope not. But, you know, you never know with these people. They're, they're a little out there and they're very ambitious. That's the nice way of putting it. Um, you know, when she says patty cake, I mean, what what are we in elementary school? Um, you know, I would like to think that uh, Nancy and Mitch are actually grown adults and can have conversations. Um, I, I don't I don't think that this is going to happen. Thankfully, we have somebody like Senator Manchin who has already stated that he believes that it needs to remain. Um, now, of course, they can come in and they can twist his arm with something fancy and maybe change his mind, but I'm hoping he stands his ground. Is Joe Biden going to accomplish anything in his, what, year and a half or however long he's going to last as president of the United States? I mean, as far as legislation goes, do you think they're going to pass infrastructure? I don't think they have a chance at anything else. Um, no, I, I don't, because it seems like they're they're hell-bent on it's their way or the highway, because you've already had now a couple of counteroffers from the Republicans, and they keep shooting it down. And in the last counteroffer, uh, President Biden even said something along the lines, which I, I kind of found um, a little offensive and um and a little rude where he mentioned to Senator Capito that, you know, oh, oh uh, something about goodwill and, and good effort. I mean, it was almost like he was patting her on the head. Um, and, and she was offering, you know, a substantial more amount of spending, um, way much more than what Republicans had ever even anticipated. So I don't think it's ever good enough for the Democrats. Probably not. Amy, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you, Jesse. All right, it's time for something uplifting. Hang on. It's time to lighten the mood. I know you've been worn down with sports and, and the left-wing nuttiness of sports and the anti-Americanism out there, but I do want you to take heart for a moment. This video is way longer than we normally play on Lighten the Mood. Normally it's just a little 20-second video. This is longer, but not all of America and not all of sports has decided this country sucks. There are still millions and millions and millions of patriots out there, including in sports, who think this place is pretty stinking special and worth celebrating. Sit back for a minute and a half and enjoy.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 